what the fuck, motherfucker? <laughs> Get over here, old lady Sadie. How you do, old lady? You being good, baby? You being good, baby? Eh? She's like, yes, I am. I'm old and I do what I want. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is uh, me. Yeah, boy. Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got both of them right here next to me. Sadie Dog and the Ween Dog. Both of them right here next to me. Uh, looking over at the cat towers, I don't see either cow or Larry. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Who knows where that bitch is at? But uh, how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good day? I hope it was, man. I hope it was a good day. Why? Because today, today is uh, November 17th, 2020. Dose Thursday. It's a fucking Thursday. I hope it was a good day. Hopefully it was an easy day at work. Uh, hopefully um, a good day at school or whatever you did today. Hopefully it was easy peasy. If it wasn't, have a beer, go to bed, wake up tomorrow. It's a new day. Friday. Friday is a new day. Maybe you guys got a, a long weekend. I don't know. Uh, maybe you don't have any work next week because it's a... Uh, Thanksgiving, maybe you're taking time off. Do what you do. Have some fun. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, thanks for listening to this horse shit. Uh, I'm your host, Stu McAllister. I used to be a comedian. I uh, used to be a social worker. Now you guys, uh, long-time listeners, know I make fucking awful, awful mistakes. <laughs> All the time. Uh, speaking of awful mistakes, I had a guy email me about a comedy night in a, in a podunk town. And he, he messaged me. He was like, hey, they're doing comedy. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. And uh, I don't know what you're asking me here. And uh, I thought he was asking me to help them find comedians. Like he wanted me to help book the room. And I'm like, I have zero interest in doing that. I mean, I'm a, I will let people know that I don't want any kind of responsibility with that. So I messaged the manager. He's like, email the manager. And I did. I was like, hey, man, this guy contacted me. I don't know. He kind of said maybe you need help with shit or something. I don't know. And the guy's like, all right, I'll let Sean know. Like, apparently Sean is uh, the guy who is uh, booking the room. And I know Sean. I did not know Sean was booking this room, but I know Sean. And he's like, oh, I hear you're horning in on my action or whatever. Like, he was joking. Like, he knew. And I was like, oh, man, no, I didn't know this guy was telling me about the room. I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, well, yeah, if you ever want to come down and do it, let me know. We'll have you on. And I was like, man, I can probably dumb. I'm done. I'm done with it. I mean, I am dumb, but I am d done as well. Just don't have any interest. It's weird. It's weird, right? It's weird. Uh, earlier uh, today, I had a buddy of mine, uh, Simon Carlson is his name. He's a uh, local comedian here in town. I, uh, when I was doing stuff, I took him out to do a whole bunch of things with me. Very, very funny dude. But apparently he is uh, also doing shit with uh, cameras. He's a cameraman. And I got an idea for a Christmas card. 
And uh, I'm waiting to the last goddamn minute. It's pretty much like in the past, I've had Christmas cards all set in like September, but you know, I've, I've set, I'm not feeling it this year, everybody. I am just not feeling the Christmas spirit. Fuck Christmas. <laughs> Fuck it. But I do want to get the Christmas card done, so I have an idea and he came over to do it, but the weather just wasn't being cooperative. So we're going to shoot to do it next week. So uh, we'll see how it goes. We need a little bit of not as windy and not as snowy. So uh, hopefully, hopefully we get it done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, normally in the past I made like 500 cards. This year I'm just gonna make like 50. I'm just like, and the Christmas spirit is not within me, everybody. Fuck Christmas. <laughs> Fuck Christmas and its mother. <laughs> I don't want any part of it. But uh, he's, uh, he's a good dude, and I like the fact that he came over and he was going to try to help me. He liked the idea. We, we got it going. Hopefully the weather works out. Because so. the weather was bad. Ooh, excuse me. I'd be at work this early this morning, 6 o'clock. I'd drive the van around the great state of Michigan. I was driving to Flint. Good old Flint. You guys know about Flint. Everything you know about Flint is bad, probably, and uh, also truthful. Flint is bad. Don't ever go. I went to one of the places I deliver ice cream to is a, uh, it's a, it's a liquor store, everybody. It's a liquor store that the very first time I went there, I was afraid to go in. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm pretty big. And I was afraid to go into this liquor store. I'm like, going, are you guys shitting me? Are we really selling divinots in this fucking hole of a building and uh, sure as fuck we were it is one of these places where the entire counter where the register and everything is is surrounded by bulletproof glass and it is there permanently it isn't like at uh six o'clock at night bulletproof glass comes down it is there 24 7. If you want to give anything to the, the person working the register, you got to put it in a lazy Susan. Jesus Christ, right? It's not good. So I, you know, I've been there numerous times now. I just know what it is when I go in there. It's going to be crackheads and fucking weirdos, right? And sure as shit, I go in and it's crack crackheads and fucking weirdos. And I just, I've learned to just, Keep to my own. Don't talk to anybody. <laughs> Don't look anybody in the eye. And we'll we'll get out of here safely, right? So uh, I go in and I'm checking out the freezer. I'm cleaning it out. And I look up and I see the owner behind the glass because he's always behind the glass. And he's doing something I haven't seen in years. Years! You're like, was he doing crack, Stu? No, he wasn't doing crack. Maybe later. He was smoking a cigarette inside the, the building, the business. He was just back there smoking a cigarette. Now, I'm like, again, don't make eye contact. Don't question things. But in my brain, I'm like going, is this legal? Like, are you allowed to smoke cigarettes inside? In the great state of Michigan, they outlawed it years ago. Right, I think the only things that might 
there might be an exception to is uh, casinos, Indian casinos. They got their own damn law of those Indians. And uh, I've uh, when I was doing comedy, I worked a whole bunch of Indian casinos where you could smoke in them, which uh, it still blew my mind away. But this guy's back there smoking a cigarette, and I'm like, well, it's his business. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. I find it weird as shit, but whatever. So they needed product, which was weird. But he was all about it. He's like, yeah, fill us up, whatever. Right. He, he was very, he's like, are we doing good? Do we sell more than others? And uh, I'm going to let you in on a little secret, everybody. If anybody ever tells me that or asks me that, the answer is always yes. You're killing it, man. You're fucking killing it. We sell like one case every six months to you. We're fucking, you're the only reason our business is still alive. Right? You lie to them. Why? Because it makes them feel good. And it really doesn't fucking matter either way. So I go out and I get the product and I come back. And when I come back in, not only is the dude behind the counter smoking a cigarette, there's a dude, a customer in the store smoking a cigarette. I'm like, what is going on? I'm, what? I mean, have you walked into any business lately? Like, And this is like... A store. It's not like a bar or a restaurant or some shit like that. It's just you're going in to buy your lotto tickets. Uh, maybe this guy went in and he bought cigarettes. He's like, well, I just bought it and want to make sure it's fresh. I better smoke it now. Once he opens the pack, it loses all its freshness. It's just weird. I'm like, well, if anybody is going to be smoking cigarettes, I guess I'm not surprised it's happening in fucking goddamn Flint, Michigan. Jesus Christ. The weather was pretty shitty too, everybody. It was a lot of snow. More in the Grand Rapids area. Once I got back, Flint's about two hours away. And once I got back in the Kent County area, it was like, Jesus, super snowy and blustery and shit. It is winter. It's here, baby. And you know what? I'm glad it's here. It's working to my advantage. Stu, what are you talking about? Well... Uh, first, you guys need to know, I do hate uh, winter. I'm not a fan anymore. Used to be more uh, when I was a kid, but now, now, no. I'm not, uh, uh, fuck it. But uh, Buffalo, where I grew up, obviously, everybody knows Buffalo as being a place that just has fucking shit ton of snow. They're supposed to play a football game on Sunday against the Cleveland Browns, Buffalo Bills against Cleveland Browns. And um, the game is getting moved to Detroit because of the snow. They're supposed to get anywhere from like three to six feet of snow. Now, Buffalo, we can handle our snow. It, it, that is not a big deal. We've dealt with shit like that before. Is it fun? No. But we can deal with it. But the issue becomes like uh, Highmark Stadium where the Bills play sits like 70,000 people. And so if you're trying to get rid of several feet of snow because 70,000 people are coming to a fucking game, that creates a lot of logistical problems. Like, where do you put it? And plowing everything out and, and parking issues and street issues. And so they feel like by having the game there, 
you'll be taking resources away from areas where you act, they people actually need like plows or maybe an ambulance or whatever, right? Cops. So they said, fuck that shit. We're canceling the game now and we're moving it to Detroit, which that's to my favor because Detroit is like three hours away and uh, I can go. I got nothing going on Sunday. I was going to try to watch the game here at the home. So ticket, I don't know. Apparently, they years ago, like eight years ago, they moved the game to Detroit. And uh, they gave tickets away for free. And uh, I don't know if they'll be giving them away for free again or if they will be selling them. I don't know how the fuck it's going to work. But I'm telling you this, everybody. I'm going to do my goddamn best to get tickets to go to the game. And it'll be super weird because I will be able to see not one, if it happens, not one, but two Buffalo Bills games in Detroit in the same week. Because uh, I got tickets, I already have tickets to the Thanksgiving game on Thursday where they actually do play the Lions. The Lions this week are out of town, hence them moving the game to Detroit. And uh, I think they're playing the New York Giants, I think. But uh, it's super exciting for me. I don't know how tickets are will be distributed. I don't know when they're going on sale or when they'll be available. Uh, hopefully tomorrow. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It'll be great. The weather here, uh, just so everybody knows, the weather here also is supposed to be relatively shitty, but it'll just be like inches as opposed to fucking feet. Big difference. Big difference, everybody. But I'm looking forward to it. We'll, we'll see how it all plays out. I got excited. I got so excited because I actually had uh, set up a time to go donate, go donate blood on Sunday, and I'm like, well, now if I'm fucking Gonna go to the game. I can't donate blood, so I canceled it, rescheduled it for next Wednesday or next Sunday, and we'll go from there. Uh, I know there's a lot of people in Buffalo who are mad, they're pissed off, they're angry, whatever. But um, I guess in the grander scheme of it all, I mean, you got it safety first, right? Um, some people are like. Well, these people who are going to go to the game in Buffalo are now just going to drive to Detroit to watch the game. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. I can't imagine. Uh, it's clearly, if they're from Buffalo, it's clearly quicker for them to drive through Canada. But fuck me. Sorry, guys. If you're somebody from Buffalo and you're listening and you were going to go to the game, sorry. I don't know how that works, too. I, I'm assuming you just get reimbursed. The tickets? What a, what a logistical nightmare, right? Because you gotta, like, not only, you gotta, like, the team's gotta go. Like, Cleveland already was planning on leaving, but now they're just gonna go to Detroit as opposed to Buffalo. And Buffalo, I'm assuming the Buffalo team, they'll probably fly out tomorrow, would be my guess. You don't want to have them get stuck Saturday. Like, apparently they're gonna get hammered with snow on Saturday, so just Start getting the fuck out now or get on a bus and start driving now, right? 
But then, like, not only that, then you got to figure out, like, all the people who, uh, logistical stuff at Ford Field, where the Lions play. Like, all the people who would work concessions and tickets and security and everything else, parking. They they weren't going to be working, but now, fuck, they're probably happy to get an extra day of income. And then you got to worry about getting in all of, like, the broadcast people. The radio people, the TV people, all these people. What a logistical nightmare. Now, I know a lot of people are like, oh, God, well, fuck, Buffalo. They're used to playing in the snow. and what? Yeah, yeah, we are. We are. We are. Right? But there's still a level of, there can be too much. Right? There can be too much. Like uh, rain and shit. Like, oh, fuck. Miami, they're used to playing in the rain. Right? All this hurricane shit. I don't know, hurricane's a hurricane, right? A blizzard's a blizzard. Sometimes you just can't do it. People say that snow games are awful. I'll say, no, I love a good snow game. Does it take away uh, a lot of the football because it's much more difficult to do things? Oh, fuck, absolutely. Are you okay with that, Stu? Fuck yeah, I'm okay with it. I love it, man. It's kind of like, it's it's pickup backyard football. And I love that shit. You have to plan differently. Some players who uh, might be zeros become heroes. Because they just do something silly. They cause a fumble. They create an interception. They do whatever. It's great. Fucking great. I love it. And that people have always talked to about Buffalo needs to get a dome. and but We're getting a new stadium, but there is going to be no dome. Too much of the weather is associated with Buffalo. It is our, uh, it has become a lot of our personality, a lot of our identity. And, uh, you know, we're dumb as shit. God knows why we've associated our team and city and everything else with shitty fucking weather. But there we go. So, uh, cross your fingers for me, everybody. Hopefully I can get snag a, a pair of tickets or whatever so that, that would be great that would be great uh when i was driving around today uh there's a college in flint kettering college and kettering just sounds to me like an illegal street drug that you do at like a dance party or something you want to do some kettering fuck yeah i want to do some kettering <laughs> fuck yeah but it's a school where they sold dots in the school store and uh, beginning of the f- September, they were like, yeah, we're done. We don't want to do it. So I picked up the freezer and then my boss told me, he's like, yeah, they got a, they got another freezer there in the catering department. And I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to know this? It's not in the fucking tablet. No one ever told me there was a second freezer. No one ever mentioned it to me in the entire time I'd ever deliver product to them. No one ever said, hey, what about the one in catering? So, I asked my boss today, I was like, hey, did anyone ever pick up that freezer? Because I'm here now. Did anyone ever get it? And he's like, nope. Well, can you call them and uh, find out where it is so I can get it? And uh, guess what, everybody? All the numbers that he had were for people who no longer work there. All of these businesses that we work in conjunction with People are transient. It's just the nature of the job. 
So I'm like, well, do you know where it is? He's like, on the f it's on the fourth floor. I'm like, the fourth floor of what? There's more than one building on a college campus. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to take matters into my own hand. And I did. I went, I knew where the old one was. I knew where the security office was. I go into security. I explain my situation. He's like, yeah, if you go downstairs, he said downstairs. If you go downstairs, the catering is there. If it doesn't work, come back. I'll tell you where else you can go. I'm like, okay. And I go downstairs. I find these people and sure as shit, it was there. Hooray. It was very easy peasy. So I'm just glad one more thing to take off the checklist of shit to do. Because this has been a bad week. Next week's going to be a bad week with the uh, holiday. Now, everybody loves a holiday. The only problem is, everybody, my job does not, uh, I don't get paid if I don't get work. <laughs> I don't get sick days. I don't have vacation days. The only good thing about my job is if I told them, hey, I can't work tomorrow, they'd be like, okay, we'll work around it, I guess. But I think ultimately I would rather have sick days and vacation days and shit like that. So if I had to take off tomorrow, I would just use a goddamn sick day or I'd use a vacation day, right? So do you guys have that? I'm assuming the majority of you do. That's got to be nice. Do you guys get paid? On holidays? Oh, that's got to be nice. You guys get vacation days? Holy shit, what's a vacation? <laughs> it's got to be nice. I got to fucking, I got to find something again. Hey, Sadie. Uh, all right. What is going on? There is, um, there is some, there's been some weird shit going on college campuses lately, everybody. You guys know what I'm talking about? Apparently, at the University of uh, Virginia, uh, there was um, a guy who played on the football team, and he shot like and killed three dudes who were on the team, and I think he injured a couple others. Like, holy fuck, that was fucking awful shit. He was captured, though, so I mean, that's a good thing. So that's awful. But then there was another awful thing that happened at the University of Idaho. Now, did you guys hear that shit? This shit's creepier to me because uh, they don't know who the fuck did this shit. Four people were stabbed and murdered. What the fuck? Stabbed? I can't imagine stabbing somebody. But there were three... Young ladies, they were, these are all college students who were, um, they all lived together, and then the boyfriend of one of the girls was there. They all got stabbed. The creepy part is, um, there were two other roommates there in the house. What the fuck? That's crazy as shit. The, the four people were... I'm probably going to massacre their names. Madison Mogan, Kaylee Goncavs, Ethan Chapin, and Zana Kernodal. Jeez, what kind of name is Zana Kernodal? <laughs> that also sounds like a drug you would take at a dance party. Hey, man, you want to take some Zana Kernodal? Fuck yeah, I do. Smash that shit off. 
They st they still have no idea who murdered these people. This happened uh, last Friday. Sa Sunday happened Sunday morning. They're figuring uh, somewhere around three in the morning. It's crazy. Two of the girls, Madison and Kaylee, were seen at a uh, uh, food truck at 1.40 in the morning. The killings and lack of information from authorities have rankled residents of Moscow, a city of 25,000 that hasn't recorded a murder since 2015. It's crazy. Despite the lack of an arrest or a suspect, Moscow police initially described the killings as a targeted attack and said there was no threat to the public. Uh, Police Chief Fry goes, we cannot say there's no threat to the community. As we have stated, please stay vigilant, report any suspicious activity, and be aware of your surroundings at all times. So he kind of backtracked a little bit uh, at a press conference that it was held yesterday. Some students from the campus have left, fearful for their lives. I don't know, man. I went to a very small school, Fredonia State, D3, D3. <laughs> and it was in a much smaller community than Moscow. And I don't recall any anything awful like that happening, right? Like, very small-knit campus. Like, you pretty much knew everybody, right? Like, I may not have known people, but I, like... I knew who they were. You would see the same people over and over again. So you just got to know who people were. You had nicknames for everybody, right? Like based upon like what, you know, big nose or fucking a green backpack or you know, stupid glasses. Shit like that was my nickname, stupid glasses. <laughs> so uh, just weird. I don't think I would leave campus though. If somebody got murdered, I'd be like, well, if they want to fucking come for me, have at it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, they're going to kill me anyway. When I first heard about it, I just assumed uh, it was like a jealous uh, boyfriend of one of the girls and murdering them that way. I, When I first heard about it, I did not know that there were two other girls who were in the house. How did these ladies not hear what was going on? Apparently it was very bloody and grisly. And I can't imagine these people went willingly unless, of course, they were drugged, right? I mean, if somebody's stabbing me, I'm probably going to scream, please don't stop. You're stabbing me. That hurts. Please stop it. I'm not having any fun. <laughs> There's no fun to be had when you stab me like this, you fuck. So, I, I, I wouldn't leave. Fuck. If, any, if nothing else, I would be like, well, now I want to find who the fuck murdered these people, right? Because apparently all of them were involved in uh, the Greek system. The girls were all in sororities and the dude was in a fraternity. Um, just weird. It says here, two additional roommates were home at the time of the death. God, that must have been so creepy for them. Neither of whom were injured or nor held hostage. The two roommates have been fully cooperative with law enforcement. Do you think they had something to do with it? I almost feel like maybe they had something to do with it. If they were there, 
again, how, how do you not hear shit? And apparently, like, nobody called the cops until, like, noon. Were these kids, like, were they fucking drunk themselves and they were hung over and passed out or whatever? There was no evidence of forced entry. Quite a bit of blood, pretty traumatic scene. It's fucking awful. Just awful. Yeah, I don't remember anything bad happening at Fredonia. I mean, I'm sure shit did, right? Shit just never got filtered back to yours truly. Why wasn't anyone telling me? Why? Why? All right. When I uh, when I go to the game, I'm clear. Like, well, when if if I get tickets and if I go, you clearly you gotta buy food there, right? Like, you're gonna get hungry. You're gonna wanna buy a, an adult beverage of some kind, right? I, and I've always said these places just fucking rake you over the coals, man. Because they know. They're like, oh, yeah, these guys got to buy shit. But they're going to pay what, what we want to sell it for. Because that was the thing when I went to the game in Buffalo. Like, they would sell, like, big, tall cans of beer. Like, you'd go to the store and you'd buy, like, a tall can of beer. Like, I don't know, 24-ounce can or whatever. And it was, like, $10 or something like that. And I'm sure that can costs them like 80 cents. <laughs> They're just fucking making money hand over fist. So they actually did a study on concessions to see like what, what football stadiums had the cheapest and most expensive like hot dogs and beers and things of that nature, right? So it says uh, here... How much will a hot dog cost you? And uh, the cheapest hot dog that you can get is, this shocked me, uh, is in Atlanta. Atlanta has the cheapest hot dog at $2. $2? That's fucking amazing. You get $2, and apparently you can get a beer there for 5 That's fucking great. Now, where do you want to go to fucking have money stolen from you? Well, you're 100% correct if you're saying a bit, it's got to be a big city. You would be right. Uh, Los Angeles, where the Rams play and the Chargers play, and Vegas, they all sell hot dogs for 8 bucks. Buffalo, fucking, is one of the smallest places. It's seven bucks. God damn it, Buffalo. Seven dollars for a fucking hot dog, Buffalo? Jesus Christ, give me some bologna. All right, cheap beers. Cheapest beer, as I mentioned, in Atlanta, five bucks. But, tied with them. Detroit Lions, whoop, whoop. I'm gonna get me a $5 beer, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get drunk at the fucking game. I'm gonna have a $5 beer in Detroit. Woo, five bucks. Cincinnati sells it for $5.27. What a weird fucking number. 527? 
Uh, most expensive beer, Washington. The Washington Commanders will sell you a beer for $14. $14. Fucking crazy. And then uh, Jacksonville, New Orleans, and San Francisco are eleven fifty. That's uh, That's insane. That's fucking insane. But people will pay it. 14% of those surveys said they'd snuck booze in. <laughs> the majority of people sneaking stuff into a stadium brought food in at 52%. 34% admitted bringing both food and booze. I know a lot of people like will have like fake uh, binoculars or they'll carry a flask. I remember when I went into Buffalo, you got to have a... You gotta walk through a metal detector. That's why they're always like, get there early. And the, my buddy Joe that I went with, like he kept setting off the alarm for whatever reason. I forget why, what he had that was setting off the alarm. But what a pain in the ass. I don't, I don't know if it's worth it for me to try to sneak in food or whatever. Whatever, I'm gonna have a good time. That's all I know, I'm gonna have a good goddamn time. Gonna have a good time. That's what I'm gonna do. I can't eat hot dogs anyway, everybody. I'm on that no mammal diet. I'll have to see if they got any chicken or pizza. Buy that shit. Alright. I'm gonna do an Ask Amy here. For those who are new, Ask Amy, Dear Abby, all these ones, all these advice columnist people. I'll see the headline for it, and then I'm like, oh, it, it catches my eye. And then I have not read the letter and I have not read the advice given back. I always like to give my advice back first. So what I saw today was an Ask Amy. Ask Amy! Couple plans to hot tub in the nude. <laughs> in the nude. And they don't care who sees them. Well, alright. My first question without reading it is, are they hot? Are they good looking? And by couple, is it like two chicks? <laughs> is it a bunch of lesbians that are hot? Are they lipstick lesbians? I'm all about it. All right, here we go. Dear Amy, my husband, all right, immediately I'm out. <laughs> my husband and I are having a hot tub delivered soon. We plan to use it during daylight hours without wearing swimwear. Yes, nude. Yes, we have neighbors about 40 feet away who can see us if they choose to in the tub or hopping from our patio door 20 feet to the tub. We're not shy and don't plan to cover up and no, we're not going to exhibit ourselves. We just want to enjoy our tub in our birthday suits. Some non-neighbor friends are appalled. Your thoughts? Bear as God intended. All right, this is, this is my thought. Do what you want to do. Are you in your neighborhood or your yard? You are? Well, do what the fuck you want to do. Are you hurting anybody? You're not? Do what the fuck you want to do. Now, I know there's some places that have, like, homeowners associations, and you would never catch me ever living in a homeowner association. I don't want to deal with goddamn busybodies telling me what I can or can't do to my yard, my house, whatever. Fuck them and fuck their moms. I'm not doing it. I very much have like a conduct disorder attitude about all of it. No. Fuck. Eat my balls. No. 
Now, if these people have a problem with it, uh, they can put up a goddamn fence. Put up a 12-foot fence so they don't have to look at your husband's hairy balls. <laughs> right? It's none of their fucking business. Now, my backyard, nobody's looking in my backyard. You cannot see my backyard on any of the sides. I got a fence up. And the people who live behind me, I kind of were like recessed. My backyard is, I don't know, like a good 10, 12 feet below them. And so I got the fence up too. So if they wanted to see what was going on in my backyard, they'd have to actually come to like the six foot wooden fence and try to look over it if they were too short. Right? They'd really have to go out of their way. My neighbors to the left of my house, they don't have a hot tub, but they do have like a uh, above ground like mini pool, like one of those pools that you like you can take down in the winter, the sort of thing, right? It's not it's not they, I, as far as I know it, it doesn't have like filtration system on it. It's just a little kiddie pool, but it's bigger than those plastic things. So if they wanted to fucking swim in that pool in the nude, have at it. I mean, it would be, I mean, I can see them easy because they're a little recessed to me. I'm above them in more ways than one. Uh, so I could see them if they were. And then, um, you know what? I probably wouldn't look. But if I wanted to piss them off, I'd just stare at them. And then they could build a fucking fence. Right? So I think this is a non-issue of uh, bear as God intended. And But I'm not going to lie, too. I don't think God intended us to be naked. Truly, right? There's a certain level of modesty. There's a certain level of decency. I'm not, I'm not... You shouldn't be ashamed of your body per se, but fuck me, man. You should also know... Most people probably don't want to see your nutter butters. <laughs> right? I mean, the average person, I don't really fucking want to see them without their clothes on. Put some jeans on, dude. Please. Put a shirt on. I'm seeing your titties, sir. <laughs> All right, let's get to what Amy had to say. Dear Bear. You'll be romping only on your property, and I can't imagine that your nudity would be breaking any laws. You should check your local statutes. However, are you perhaps reveling in the prospect of alarming your neighbors just a little bit? And yes, of course, despite what you claim, you do seem to be planning to exhibit yourselves. It'd be easy for you to drape a towel around yourselves from the 20-foot journey from your house to the hot tub. Don't you need a towel anyway? You might have neighbors who would choose to pull their shades, build a taller, taller fence, or simply stop using their own backyard. Or you might have neighbors who would welcome your hot tubbing by training binoculars in your direction or photographing you from their property and posting photos or video on social media. Huh. Uh, actually, you know what? You'd be in a lot of fucking pro uh, trouble, I think, if you did that. If you take nude photos of somebody and post them online somewhere, yeah, you're fucked. Uh... I don't, unless I'm wrong, legal people who listen, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think I am. It is something of a tricky legal issue, but if neighbors can freely see you from their own property without peering through a window or fence, your own right to privacy is less assured. Well, yeah, duh. It's the trade-off. 
you want to be naked, go ahead, be naked. But then, yeah, like I said, my neighbors to the left of me, they want to be naked in their backyard. I'm going to see them when I'm out by my garage. You know, I'm not, I'm not going out of my way to look at them. But if they're naked out there, yeah, I'll just stare at them till they fucking go inside. <laughs> Do like the crazy jerk off motion and fucking go like, oh yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people would probably go inside if they saw me do that. <laughs> Our crazy neighbors being crazier than normal. Get inside, everybody. All right, everybody, that's it. I'm done for today. I appreciate you guys listening. If you guys can do me a solid, if you can do a couple things for me, go like the Facebook page. Go like the Twitter page. That'd be super sweet if you could do that. Uh, if you could do the whole rate, review, subscribe thing too, hey, awesome. If you don't, awesome. That's cool, man. I, I can't make you do it. But if you do do it, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, if you could consider subscribing to the Patreon, that'd be sweet too. That's the paywall where you just pay five bucks a month for extra episodes of the podcast. Is it any different? Fuck no, it's not any different. I don't have the time or energy. Uh, it's a one-man show over here. And it's barely a one-man show. Barely. I got a fucking Radio Shack tape recorder, for Christ's sake. But if you can consider subscribing, it's five bucks a month. You get way more podcasts. The freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. Pretty, Patreon pretty much every other day of the week. So that'd be great if you could do that. Um, and if you could check out my Macari store, check out my Tee Public store. That'd be sweet too. If you can't find the links, let me know. And I will uh, I'll send you the link. And you can find some shit. That'd be great. And then if you could do these five things, there's some supporters of the Elemental Podcast. That'd be great. If you can check out Bear Boards and Tables, that's my buddy Mark. He's got a little woodworking operation called Bear Boards and Tables, Bear Like a Grizzly. He's got an Instagram page and a Macari store. He sells keychains and knickknacks and cutting boards and tables and anything made out of wood. He can do it for you. So go check out his stuff on Instagram. Check out his store on Macari. And if you don't see anything that you do want, uh, just message him and maybe he can make you something. He's really good at it. Check out my buddy Matt Harper Art over on TikTok and Instagram. Matt Harper Art. He's got a store on Etsy called Barefoot Gnome. He makes a lot of clay things. Clay gnomes. And he's made some cool ones for me. He can make some cool ones for you. So go help out Matt at uh, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram and uh, Matt, uh, or sorry, Barefoot Gnome on Etsy. That's also Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. <laughs> Sir, please wear your shirt. I can see your titties. Thank you. Uh, you can check out the Sunday Slaw. That's uh, Adam and Stephanie House. They eat coleslaw. They eat a lot of coleslaw. They love their coleslaw. They're going to try to go to the game on Sunday, too, if they can get tickets to the uh, Bills-Browns game. So check that out. Check it out. But go check out their page on Facebook, The Sunday Slaw. Do that. And then we got uh, Magic JVN. That's my buddy John Midgley. He is a magician. And he's got a page for his uh, magic stuff. So go check it out. He's actually sell. He's got some art he's looking to sell. He's an artiste. He's looking to sell some stuff that he's drawn. It's good stuff, man. I know a lot of talented people. 
So go check out Magic JBM and maybe you'll find something uh, that you can buy from him. And last but not least, check out uh, Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook. It is a retro video game store based out of Holt, Michigan. It is a, a suburb, more or less a Lansing, and they sell old video games. You know, Nintendo, Atari, Television, ColecoVision, Sega, all that shit. And uh, you can buy stuff from them. If you don't go to the store, they got a website, uh, extralevelsgaming.com. And you can buy something from them. So if uh, you got kids who like the game, or you like the game, or somebody else who likes the game, go check out extralevelsgaming.com or check them out on Facebook and buy something from them. So do those five things for me if you could. Uh, that's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening. I will see you guys on Monday for the next freebie, or I'll see you guys tomorrow for uh, the next Patreon. You guys are great. I love you. Stay safe. Stay warm. And I'll talk to you whenever I talk to you. Okay, bye.